Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design and money coach and I help people welcome more ease, joy, and abundance into their lives. Hello, I'm back. We're back. We are back. Can you believe I just took the first break ever in five plus years of podcasting? I personally can't. You know, I always looked at people who had their shows in seasons and was like, oh yeah, they're probably not built for consistency, but I am. And I am. And sometimes it takes a a moment to step back and pause and say, hmm, what do I really truly want to do with this space? I adore this podcast. How do I want to use my voice in the world? How do I want to serve people with this? What gift do I want to give people through this podcast? So I did I almost said I did some thinking. That implies me like like pondering, writing down notes and stuff. No, I rode my bike and I ran and I swam and it all made sense to me. So, and I lived my life. I'm pretty sure there was some baking in there. So let me fill you in on what I've been up to in the last five-ish weeks, maybe a little more for the month of November, let's say. I have been totally pumped about I've been doing a deep dive into next level human design and next level feng shui. You may not know that I'm a bit of a feng shui nerd. And yeah, oh, I've been having so much fun with these things. Side note on both of those, the courses were presented to me. The feng shui one, it was really only like a month or so maybe like two months. And the first time I heard about it, I was like, nah. And then I guess like maybe eight weeks later, I was like, oh, that is a holy hell yes. Absolutely positively. I need to know all the things. The human design one, it was presented to me in the summer and it was solidly a holy hell no. And then my friend Ariana mentioned it and it was a holy hell yes. Give it to me all right this second. So I share that to remind you that for all of us, things change. When we are listening to our authority, you know, we always say we change our minds. Mm. If you've been listening to this podcast, if you know me, you know our minds are not how we make decisions. Our heads are beautiful. They're just for decoration and some other things, but they are absolutely positively not for decision making. That's what we use our authority for. And so... Just because something is a no once, it doesn't mean it's a forever no. For me, it was, you know, a multi-month lull of absolutely not to, and it was such a hard no, which is just funny to me. And then such an electric yes. So just remember, everything is constantly shifting, changing, evolving. So I have been studying so much human design. You guys, I am so excited to share all of this stuff with you. So, and I've got more to share on that topic. But that oh, hold hold your horses. So I've been having so much fun diving into all things human design, this next level stuff. And then diving into all this new next level feng shui stuff. I first studied feng shui. You know, I wonder if human design and feng shui both came into my life for the first time around the same time, like four years ago. It's like we bought this house and it was like, boom, here's human design. Boom, here's feng shui. Play with these things. Dive deep, but not 
all the way deep. And then four years pass and now, right now, go all the way deep. So I'm having so much fun with those things. And I've been baking a lot. (laughs) It was just off season. I don't really like that term, but I use it so people understand. Off season from triathlon, which means training is lighter and there's more time. Well, there's more muffin recipes out there. So I made these amazing apple carrot muffins that I'm obsessed with. Keep making them. They're so delicious. And then I just made these orange cranberry muffins. So, so good. If you ever want a recipe of mine, just email me. And what else? Oh, Zumi is almost, when this episode airs, he will be 10 months. He's just a couple days away from being 10-month-old puppy. And he looks like a full-grown dog. He's a very big puppy. And guess what we did this week? We've been working up to, you know, as part of socialization, we walk around the Lowe's parking lot seeing all the people, all the busy people putting things in their cars and trucks and people coming and going and big bangs and all the things. And then this week, just a few days ago, we went in the Christmas trees tent where they're selling Christmas trees. It smells amazing. My favorite smell in the world. I feel like that's not quite true. There are a lot of smells that I love a lot, but right now I really, truly love the smell of Christmas tree. So he was so good in there. And then we went in the garden center He was so amazing. He went up on carts with wheels and like moved around, was pulled a little bit on the carts and he explored a pallet and explored a big pile of mulch and just was so good. And he was so good that then we went through the big, scary sliding glass doors. He was so brave and into the actual store. And we went through some aisles that were super quiet, like the trash can aisle, trash can and toilets, same aisle. I guess that, <laughs> I, I would love to like sit in on the meeting that where that decision was made. Anyway, oh, I just realized maybe it was alphabetical. That's disappointing to me. I like to think it's like, oh, well, things we waste goes here. Anyway, then we went right up to the front of the store where it was jam packed, like big appliances being moved people in every direction, like almost boxed boxed in. And our little boy was so good. He was so good that when Annie, our trainer, went back in to use the restroom before she left, someone said, where's your dog? He was so well behaved. (gasps) That's our boy. Who knew? We are so proud. I am so proud. Okay. So that's, that's what I've been up to. And now here we are. The Find Your Awesome podcast is back and I am stoked and things are going to look different now in this next chapter. I can't promise you how long this chapter is. I have no idea. I cannot predict the future. Yes, I have gate 57, but that is not what I'm using it for. Here's what we're doing right now. We're doing shorter episodes, shorter episodes that are kind of like behind the scenes conversations with me and Danielle. You know who Danielle is, right? She's my director of awesomeness. She's a four, six generator. She's my person. I'm a four, six MG doing life and business with her is so much fun. And so now we get to talk about all the things and share our wisdom and experiences with you guys, which is FYI, part of the four, six path to go through our own transformation and share it with our people to help you with your transformation. So I'm so excited for this. It's going to be bite-sized 
actionable, like what does human design look like? What does, it's not just human design. There's going to be some feng shui. There's going to be some energy healing. There is going to be some law of attraction. There's going to be some simply ways of being. I only know what the first four episodes look like right now. So I cannot tell you exactly what is in store for you, but it's going to be good. I promise you that it's going to be really good. And I hope that it brings a spark of joy and magic and wonder and an, an upgrading of your experience here in earth, an upgrading of your play, an upgrading of your abundance and joy and the ease in your life. Okay. So that's the, the, what the regular weekly episodes are going to look like. And then we are going to do events every so often. And the first event is coming up and it is your favorite Amy White. Amy and I are going to get together to talk about, well, to have a conversation, Amy, me, and the greater consciousness to see, it depends on what comes through, but perhaps the energy for 2023, perhaps the energy for January. Really, it depends on what the greater consciousness wants to share with us. The information to sign up for the event with Amy is going to be in the show notes. These events are not going to be recorded. So you got to show up live. You can listen to us talk. You can ask questions. You can participate in the conversation. That's the plan. And I'm so excited for this. Okay. Is there anything else I have to tell you? Oh, guess what's coming in January? A brand new course. It's called Learn Human Design with Kelsey. You are going to come away from this course knowing how to read any human design chart. So you can be a human design reader and really, truly having embodied and truly launched your own personal human design experiment. The human design experiment is supposed to take seven years. This is your chance to really get in it, live in true alignment, really, truly live it, practice it, embody it, and see what magic comes your way. Alrighty now, let's get to this first episode of this brand new chapter of the Find Your Awesome podcast. I love you so much. And don't forget, if you don't have your human design chart from me, go get it at KelseyAbbott.com. Alrighty. Now onto the conversation. I love you so much. So the path of least resistance. What comes up? What we were just talking about this. So so yeah, when you talk, when you say the path of least resistance to other people, how do they respond? So when I talked to Derek, my husband about it, he was like, well, that's the easier way. It's not going to challenge you. Right. Cause he runs ultra marathons and he's like, you got to do the hard thing. That's where the gold is. And I was like, that's not what I'm talking about. So, but for you, what does it mean? Well, it's, I completely, I come from the same stock as Derek. I come from that. Yeah. It's gotta be hard. You got to struggle for it. Don't take the easy way out. And yet I've talked about this so much and it's, I feel like the path of least resistance is the way to talk about it. Things can be easy and challenging at the same time. 
So this is, I'm just veering off for a second because I've described when I rode a hundred miles for the first time on my bike, I was from like mile 85 to a hundred. I was like, I was very uncomfortable. I mean, it was a hundred degrees out. It was a lot of miles into this effort. I was not riding that easy and yet there was nowhere I wanted to be other than exactly where I was on my bike. And it was easy as in like, I really felt like I was getting pulled forward. It was amazing. And I loved every bit of it. So I think sometimes people think easy means just sit on your couch and do nothing. People, humans have this great fear about that they're going to spend their entire lives. I don't know where this myth comes from, that they're going to spend their entire lives like eating Doritos on their couch and never find, never do anything. The thing is humans are interested in things. Humans are passionate about things. Humans are curious about things. It is very possible that somebody could spend like five days on their couch eating Doritos. I think they'd probably get pretty sick by then, but I don't know. But the thing is, then you're going to get bored. You're going to have an urge to do something. You're going to find something that totally lights you up and be like, oh, I'm going to go learn this thing or I'm going to go do this thing or something's going to happen. No one can truly exist in that state of like what society calls quintessential laziness. Mm -hmm. Um, But back to answering your question. So I think the easiest way to describe this is how, how I came up with the topic is thinking about, I have had a experience with very challenging periods and I always felt like I've been told take Advil. And I was like, it's not cramps. I feel like I'm going to throw up when I do throw up. So how is Advil going to make that better? And I felt like I wasn't supposed to take Advil unless I was in unbearable pain. Note that phrase, unbearable pain. If you can handle it, you handle it. And then I had this epiphany recently that if what happens if I take Advil? Oh, if I take Advil, then I feel better. I go from being non-functional to being able to function. Wow, it's a miracle drug. And this is not at all in support of taking Advil or not taking Advil. But the thing is, in this case, was the path of least resistance. I feel like a human if I take the Advil. I don't. I feel like absolute crap when I'm lying on the bathroom floor for four days if I don't. So the path of least resistance is, in this case, taking the the medication that allows me to feel better so that in feeling better, I can stop looking at the problem because I'm not like swimming around in the problem. And then the problem will get smaller. Mm -hmm. That's the path of least resistance. And the path of least resistance is sometimes we have this. So what else can you handle? And I think of like massage therapists being like, can you handle that pain? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And then wait, wait, well, how badly is it supposed to hurt? Because the pain in your body, no one else can feel it. So maybe they think it's like a tickle and you're like, no, it's fine. I can handle it. I'm tough. Like, what? What? We come and then and then there's the like the New Englander. And I know it's a northeast thing. I think it's a northern thing. The what is it too cold for you? You can't handle this. You're gonna turn on the heat in October. What's wrong with you? You're not tough enough. 
Mm-hmm. It's just such, mm-hmm. it's so pervasive in all, in our culture. Mm-hmm. And where I started going earlier is also this, you have to have hard conversations. Sometimes the path of least resistance is to not have the conversation. Ah, uh, exactly. If the conversation is going to make both of you miserable, yep. if it's going to end up like, you know, you're not going to say that quote unquote right thing. It's not going to go smoothly. Nothing good is going to come from it. Don't have the conversation permission to not have the conversation. Mm-hmm. So there's, a, there's a difference though, right? Like I'm thinking like the universe. Okay. Let's talk about like the universe and in, in mm-hmm. regards to the path of least resistance, when you are on your path of least resistance, it is more joy. It is more ease. And yet there could be that challenge. Like you're in mile 85, it's a hundred degrees outside, but you are in flow. You're being propelled forward there. There's a difference, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It gets to be fun. And it, this is such a basic, not basic is not the right word. It's such a simple, simple little concept. It gets to be fun. It's actually supposed to be fun. You get to be happy. You get to follow the joy that humans resist so much. It's like I picture those a little like um like the boxing nun or kangaroo toys. It's like, oh, I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna fight the fun. I'm gonna be miserable. I'm gonna go over here and suffer because that makes me worthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're already worthy. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about. I shared with you my path of least resistant about my body. So I'm, I'm going to explain it because I'm I'm pretty sure this is this is how it is. So when I okay, so backstory for everybody who's listening, someone who's grown up struggling with my body image my whole life, like weight fluctuation. This is my my my, my biggest story. Hired all the coaches, did all the programs, yada yada yada. And what I realized is my path of least resistance was actually, I I said that spiraling in towards myself versus like this, the, the hard and the challenge was outside of me having all these different narratives coming at me, which I was asking for. Right. I was like, you need to teach me and you need to teach me and this program will do it. And this diet will do it. But whether I was swinging, you know, very, very diet culture, I was swinging very anti-diet culture both were resisting, both were heavy and hard, both were fighting. So when I spiraled in towards myself, it gets to be easy and it actually could be fun. Yes. Yes. And when you're looking at all those people for help, help me, I have a problem. Help me have a problem. Look, here's my problem. Problem, problem, problem. Who just making it bigger. Exactly. The pro- now I'm like, I'm, I'm fueling the problem with so much energy and money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this isn't working because I'm, yeah, you're just creating, or I was just creating more and more struggle and problem. I want everybody to know this. I feel like it's like this, this way of operating in life that we've been playing with for a while that 
as I introduce more and more people to it and I hear more and more people who are familiar with it, they're like, it's a game changer. It gets to be easy. And I just watching, watching people, this like overarching theme, you got to struggle, you got to suffer. I mean, in triathlon, there are so many terms like suffer fast and pain cave and the language around it, you can take it back. You can make it mean what you want it to mean, but it's like glorifying the suffer. Always. Our culture actually glorifies the suffer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's everywhere. When you really wake up to this, like understanding this concept, you see it everywhere. Yeah. Like this is the messaging that is fueling us all the time. So yeah, we've talked about this in the money class about focusing on the solution, not the problem. Mm-hmm. So where does that land with the path of least resistance? So when you look at, I'll say the solution or look at the beautiful stuff in your life. So you can look at the problem, which is probably this teeny tiny corner of your life. You can just keep looking at it. It's like picking something up again and again and again and again and again. Or you can look over here at all the amazing things. Look at, uh, listen to a song you love. Look at the beautiful weather. Look at a plant. Look at your puppy. Look at the relationships you have in your life. Look at your favorite shorts, whatever it is. We can, if you're not surrounded by stuff that you love, easy switch. Like really, it can come down to clothing. I feel like just consciously choose what you're going to put on your body today. Does that bring you joy? No, then take it off. Put on, find something that does. Make make joy easily accessible to yourself, and and let it in. I love that. So, I was in a neuroscience um, health coaching program. And I loved when she said this, Alyssa Chang said that when we, we actually, what we're putting on our bodies, it's a yes or a no to our nervous system. And if we're walking around and like the, the, the itchy sweater analogy, that's going to totally lower our vibration. And now we're literally in the problem. Yes. And I have an itchy sweater in a Goodwill box right now. And I think about, I felt so betrayed. I bought that sweater online. I'm like, why didn't it say it was itchy? Why does this sweater come in and looks like this big, cozy, comfy, like snuggle up in this sweater? And I'm like, oh, all day, every day, itches. <laughs> all right. It's not for us. Mm-mm. We're here for all like the softness and ugh, the totally comfy sweater. I'm, I'm actually wearing one right now. It feels like heaven. Yes. It is so sweet and worth every dollar. And it's also about paying attention to stuff like that. I think a lot of people would say, I'm fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And yet how amazing does it feel when you have something like super soft on your skin? Yeah. I'm wearing wearing a cashmere sweater right now. It's amazing. And it's It's gorgeous. I love it. I love it. I think too, if someone... So like a cashmere sweater. Of course, well, that's highly automatic. Um, okay, so a sweater that you bought, let's let's say it was expensive. Well, then people like, 
will keep wearing it because they quote spent the money on it and that actually okay so that plays into <laughs> what is the path of least resistance there okay so story about this one because i just made this decision i a friend of mine <laughs> This is, this is so random, but a friend of mine was so lit up about buying a new sports bra. We wear the, like, the same size and it was a pretty sports bra. It was on super sale. And I was like, oh yeah, so exciting. And things come to me through my people ordered it. It came. I'm like, mm, it's not absolutely awesome. And I've declared that I'm only available for things in my life that are absolutely awesome. So I went and put it on eBay. I'd had so much luck selling stuff on eBay. It was brand new, except the tag was off. No one, I don't understand eBay. I just have <laughs> sold stuff on there. I don't understand at all. But somehow this has zero views. Like it is not going to sell on eBay. Yeah, zero, zero, zero people what? have seen this. Okay, I wasn't expecting this story to go that way. Yeah, okay. So zero people have seen it. And I asked my friend who had been so happy with hers, hey, do you want to buy the other one for me? She's like, no, thanks. I already have one. I'm like, oh. So it's either going to Goodwill or it's going to her for free or it's going to anyone else who's listening to this podcast. And if it's not gone already, it's a size small. Uh, if you want this bra, just pay me to send it to you. But that's okay. eBay is putting on an eBay was like so easy. That was the path of least resistance. But now this thing that's not absolutely awesome is still it's still in my closet. It doesn't need to be hanging out there. It's time to go to a happy home. Mm -hmm. That's the path of least resistance. I don't need to get my money back. It's fine. Energetically, it gets to be set free. Right. Because that's part of part of it too, releasing whatever, whatever it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. What's meant to be well, the universe will provide. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And as generators and manifesting generators, especially we really want to get rid of this stuff. That's not a holy hell. Yes. Exactly. Everything in your life down to the sports bra. That's not absolutely awesome. Down to the itchy sweater, down to the holy socks, down to whatever the forks you don't like using in your house, whatever it is, let it fly free. And once you do that, you open up space for the universe to bring you so many things to respond to, so many things to say holy hell yes to. And that is truly the path of least resistance. As we respond, generators and manifesting generators, as we respond to things, we say holy hell yes, we go that way. That is the path of least resistance. If it lights you up, it's going to be easy. And again, we're talking about easy. We're not talking about effortless because, you know, riding my bike a hundred miles was not effortless, but it was easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did, please share it with anyone else you know who needs to hear it. And if you 
lights you up to do so, please leave a five-star rating and a glowing review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, let's talk about you. If you don't have your human design chart from me, go and get it at KelseyAbbott.com. If you are interested in one of the Find Your Awesome Podcast events coming up, go to KelseyAbbott.com. You will find everything you need there. Thank you so much for listening. You are amazing. You are wonderful. I love you so much. Go forth and be awesome.